Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 159 of Value Town. I'm Chan Man V, and joining me is Gara, very sweaty from the gym as he sprints back in time for the show. How you doing, he made man? It, though. Yes, he did. I'm just so excited to be on the show. <laughs> very <always>. excited. Yes, <laughs> glistening excited. That's all. Yeah, we had some uh, time zone or. Uh, daylight savings type of issues because i you know my i just keep forgetting that you know we have europeans on this show every week now so i have to like you know think about the time zones over there and i, I totally forgot to tell Tar- gara that we had, had an hour change this past sunday so um Good to see you, man. yeah yeah <laughs> well we've got uh two special guests on the show uh i think you guys are first timers too you've never been on value 10 right both shady and, and dreads here and correct um, yeah, and it felt like it was time to do an arena episode because we haven't done one in a year, <laughs> maybe longer. I don't even remember the last time we had, you know, like Murphs and, the, and I'd walked into the guys on the show. So um, I th- thought it was the right time to do it, given that 10.4 is out now. And then we got thrown the Witcher wood on top of all that, <laughs> you know, early in the it's week. all in one week, exactly. everything. So uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, and it's uh, going to be super fun. But um, welcome to the show, Shady. And Dreads. Yeah. Hello, hello. It's yeah. great to be here. I'm excited. Guys, yeah, for whatever reason, you guys don't know them. These are you know two of our our uh, favorite arena streamers, so you can definitely catch them on Twitch and uh, follow them on Twitter and everything, obviously. But um, in terms of, uh, I guess, topics today, we're going to definitely be talking about um, just arena. You kind of get a state of the arena kind of thing from you guys. And I know a lot of new things just came out, too, so... It might be kind of hard to judge that. Some things are probably in flux, but um, be awesome to get that uh, total rundown from you guys. And then the Witcher Wood. We're going to go through all the new cards. Going to talk about that cool video that you know that the two guys made, and then uh, just a lot of things surrounding the the new expansion and excitement around it. And then uh, a little bit of uh, HCT in there too with Toronto going on. Uh, but why don't we start with just kind of like what we do each week, which is what have we been doing in Hearthstone? And um, given that we had talked all about the ladder and the issues of the ladder, I figure we might want to kind of maybe end that conversation, Gara, and see how things are now with the ladder. Is it better now? Have things like corrected after you know just all the issues that we had last week? Uh, yeah, but apparently the climb is still extremely slow, especially on high okay. legend. You gain like two ranks, or you lose two ranks per per win or per game, which. It's completely like unheard Isn't of. Isn't that how it's supposed to be, though? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was okay. oh, especially last season. Yeah. I don't know. It was probably buggy as well last season because mm-hmm. you climbed on NA, especially from like rank ten to rank one in one jump. Probably oh, because wow. everyone was camping, but we never had that because of the competitions. Because so many people went for it, and now you have like the complete opposite. You have to literally gain like one rank per game. It's a it's crazy a super grind. Slow. Yeah, crazy and it starts grind. at like rank thirty already. So you go from thirty to twenty eight, and then to twenty six. Oh, like okay. Super, super slow. Well, at least it doesn't start in the hundreds. I mean, that would be 
near impossible to to get into the top, you know, a fifty or top twenty five. Um, but it, it does feel like at least it's crazy. I mean, at least you guys aren't losing a bunch of ranks versus how many you gain every time you win because that that was happening for a while too, right? People would just stop playing because every time they won, they would gain like fifty ranks, and when they lose, they'd lose seventy ranks. So it was just a net negative type of thing yeah, for them. Yeah. But probably they haven't resetted like the MMR of the people that were high. Yeah. Because they didn't play. Okay. And if you want to catch up or surpass them, you probably yeah. need to gain like crazy MMR. I don't know. Yeah. Who so knows if Blizzard. <laughs> are, are very few people playing High Legend right now then? Just because it's not really worth it? Like, just I mean, the people. Get into a rank and then kind of stopping? or The thing is that people that are high, they're, they're not dropping. So these mm-hmm. people are not playing. Mm-hmm. They have no reason to play. If yeah. they would be dropping. Uh, then yeah, yeah. I heard. Um, I heard there's a little bit. Of, I heard there's more camping going on in the Asian servers than there there are Asian server versus EU and NA. So um, that's good. I mean, it's going to fix itself more if everybody's playing, right? It's going to at least fix itself faster when that's happening. Um, but aren't you guys glad you don't have to deal with that shading and threads? Don't have to. <laughs> that's one thing we don't have to yeah, worry yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have other things, but yeah, for yeah. sure. That's nice. Yeah, definitely other issues. But yeah, that one was. Was, I saw uh, t- Tyler's uh, tweet about it, and I was like, "That doesn't look like fun." He had some stats about what he was. Yeah, his, uh, his progress, it, right? Yeah, as he was and I was like, "Yeah, that. I'm glad I'm not having to worry about that." <laughs> yeah, you get to just you know start a new draft, and everything's gone. It just reset. That's a that's the beauty of uh, Arena. There, hopefully, it'll get fixed. And I mean, we're we're about midway through the the month now, so still a little bit of time. And you know, yeah. the, the one thing we don't want is for. At the end of the season, people just feel like it should be invalidated. You know, like they, they just feel like the, the month wasn't a correct and, you know, like what ended up hap- happening in terms of points and stuff just didn't feel right. So I hope it gets corrected quickly here so that we don't, we at least have a good, you know, week and a half or a week uh, of just, um, you know, what should be happening in, in the, the legend ranks. Yeah. I can talk about it more next week because I'm still climbing like the third server to legend. Yeah. And I should be legend tomorrow on all three servers. Then I start climbing on servers. And then I can talk about it like about it more. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, wh- why don't we just why don't we actually go into arena? I kind of like listed these out in, in probably the improper order. It's just going to be kind of weird talking about. I think the, the announcement if we uh, kind of um, t- then then talk about arena. So uh, given that we've got shady and dreads here, I want to make sure we at least cover all the arena uh, topics. But um, yeah, why don't we just start off with uh, the changes, like the, you know the, the changes with the draft and the the different weights. You know, at least what you're going to be offered um, overall. How do you guys feel about it? And, you know, maybe just what's your favorite change out of all of them so far? I'll, I'll let Shady go ahead. Yeah. For, for me, the I think that's for everyone. The favorite change is the actual drafting. Mm-hmm. I think the drafting is really fun. Um, it, it's, it's not polished at all. Um, like one of the things, for instance, is the best cards seem to be pretty close together. Even though sometimes it's like, eh, that's maybe not as powerful as, like, for instance, Vorax is thrown in with Deathwing for no reason. What is <laughs> up with that? I've seen Vorax with with premium it's legendaries like, like four right. times. Yeah, yeah. It's cited out they're anticipating all the speeds and they're like, Vorax is gonna be. <laughs> what? That's Vorax with Deathwing? Seriously? That's... Yeah, I've had packs. I've been a lot of packs like in my Terran pack and all that. So it okay. seems to be top tier raiders right now. But anyway, like the. Um, Bottom, right, like the the really bad cards and the below average cards are all just dumped together, mm-hmm. so you can get like two really really bad cards and then one totally playable card. So, but that that's like 
that that was that wasn't the whole point of this whole this draft change is to not have that ever happen again. Okay, like the system is fun and looks cool, but it's like completely not polished, so it it can definitely use a lot of work there. I mean, if if that was the design of it, then is this an issue more about um, you, you know, maybe filtering based on MMR, you know, like having different choices based on that, or is it? Like clearly that the you know Blizzard's global system of arena just has these crazy you know type of ranks for cards that we didn't we just didn't realize. I think it happens just because they haven't made that separation. Okay. Dres, what are you doing? I think just overall, like they just have like. <laughs> I think overall it's pretty good though. Like there's there there's somewhere like one card is significantly worse, but I, I think like, that's not my. That's not really a big complaint for me. Like as long as there's some decision to be made in each pick, and it does feel like that's kind of how it is mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, like, you do have to think about pretty much every pick, which never used to be the play the the way, right? Um, it used to be like, oh, fireball, ice barrier. Okay, <laughs> on to the next pick, right? <laughs> right. Um, so I, I do think they've they've made um, you know, and I agree with what Shady said that that's definitely the the big bright spot from the changes. It, I have to focus a lot more during the draft and, you know, there's a lot to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I also worry about it is I've been seeing a lot of the same cards offered against each other, like over and over and over again. Oh. And, and I worry that as that goes on, like, you know, if you're playing the same meta for a month or two months and it's like, oh, the same three cards again, th- then it won't be as much it's like robot drafting, right? Was. Like you, we we all know which one's actually better over time, yeah. right? So you just yeah. I mean, for priests, so so I I'm guilty of playing a lot of priests in arena, and um, nice. One of the, the packs <laughs> I've seen a lot is you see um, a Draconid operative, and then like a premium removal card, AOE, like a psychic scream or a dragon fire Ooh, or potion okay. of madness, okay. and it, it's always the same. Like you have that that you know grade five drop. And then, or you pick a card that you kind of, you have to take. So it's like, I used to like going for dragon synergy and getting AOE, right? (laughs) But now it's like, you pick, do you want to try to go for the dragons or do you want to, you know, have a chance to win? And so I feel like they, they probably need to widen like the, the The variance. So yeah, like, yeah, like Mm -hmm. it's not always the same two or three, you know, the same, let's say pick of, there's three cards, but it, it could only be five options total. So you see the same packs over and over again, and then it gets kind of kind of old. Um, you know what right this now, reminds me of? I really want to jump onto that. Yep. It reminds me of um, when you get a card suggested in the deck creation, mm-hmm. yep. in the collection. They always like suggest to sea giants. Do you remember? It's like whatever class you create, uh, they always suggest <laughs> the same three or four cards, like Sogod, Deathwing, Sea Giant. And it was actually funny. It's very similar. Same thing over and over again. Yeah, and that, and yeah, like yeah. right now, we've only been playing it for a couple of days. But mm-hmm. after doing it for a long time, I think that like that's going to get a little bit a little bit old. It seems like an easy fix, yeah. though. That's just like a slider. Literally, they can just widen the the power range, you know, between what they offer, or you know, because yeah. it feels like they just choose one card, and then the other two cards they they base it off some you know, power range and they choose between randomly between these cards that are probably within this power range. So, um, or it's, you know, maybe they just choose all three from a power, whatever it is. Right. But right now it seems like that range is pretty small. So <laughs> that's why you're seeing the, the same thing over again. Uh, yep. but, but overall it's a good change, right? I, I think the whole community seems to have like really enjoyed it. And a lot of people going back to playing arena right now too, which is 
you know, that's goal number one, right, for Blizzard. And, and uh, I think just generally the, the um, you know, arena community is just great for it. Yeah, for drafting, that is. That's yeah, for drafting, caveat. sorry. Yeah, yeah, for drafting. Yeah, yeah. it's very different from, yeah. like, the total experience. But, yeah, for sure. But I think if they, you know, if they, we'll, we'll obviously talk about some of our complaints, let's say. But mm-hmm. I think if they can, you know, I think the drafting is, is such a good change that these other things, it shouldn't be, you know, famous last word. It shouldn't be that difficult to kind of modify them a little bit so that it's a better experience. So I'm hopeful. I mean, I've seen, you know, I, People tend to to kind of focus on on the negative, and I tend to try to focus on the positive. But um, yeah, I'm hopeful that if they address some of these issues, it'll be a, a much better experience for for everybody. So we'll see. Yeah, make it happen, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, okay, There's so a lot of room for improvement. So yeah, true. Well, another thing that was released too was just the, all those new cards, right? That were voted on in Bl- at BlizzCon, and now we're actually seeing them out in the, the wild now. Uh, and what's your thoughts on that? Like, are these nine cards having a lot of impact? I wanted to pull some stats today. It's just, I just figured that the stats just weren't enough. There, there just wasn't enough stats really just to, to really uh, make any kind of, um, conclusion. So we'll definitely be doing that soon, whether it's next week on Valley Town or, or an article, but, um, yeah, initial thoughts on that dreads, like the impact of these nine cards. I mean, are they good enough to be played all the time? So, so a few of them, like it's, okay. um, like ba- basically the shaman one it's a zero cost card deal 12 damage to all minions so oh, what you man, can that's great it's it's absolutely bonkers so and it, it's not really the mechanic i want to see a lot of i mean i'm a big hater on psychic scream she and i've talked about psychic scream a lot but this is like you destroy everything and then you you know if you do it on turn 10 you refill the board completely um and then you pass a turn but like that swing is so huge um, and, you know, if you're in trouble earlier, you can do it on turn you know, four or turn five, you know, whatever. So that card is, is absolutely uh, bonkers. The warrior weapon is really bonkers. Uh, so the warrior weapon, I believe it's a three cost yeah. weapon with three charges to attack and it cleaves. So you hit one thing, it attacks whatever's next to it. And so you can really, you know, if someone just plays a three two, you wait until they play something else and then you get a cleave off. And it's it's that card's pretty insane. Um, the hunter one doesn't seem very good. The priest one, well, I don't want to go through each one individually, yeah. but those two. You can are, go through like, half. We'll let Shady go through the other. Yeah. Half. Well, for me, the, those two really stand out as being like great, and and I haven't had a lot of experience with some of the other cards, but those two are just yeah, they're they're really good. Okay. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, Gar, you're gonna. Yeah, I would say like, that's like. Sorry, just ahead. one question: Like, how common is the shaman one into Snow Fury Giant on turn one? <laughs> does this happen very often that like i've seen reddit sick. posts about it <laughs> i haven't seen it yet i haven't seen it yet but that doesn't mean you know it doesn't happen often but so, uh, it's yeah. like turn one win <laughs> game over well if you get to choose crackling down right off the bat oh man you're just like come on, <laughs> come on giants like i would the rest take of the it I'm, take I'm a bit of a meaner giants. so i would take it yeah <laughs> yeah no that'd be totally sick uh shady thoughts on any the most impactful cards here Oh, I mean, definitely the sword. The sword is crazy. And then, yeah, the shaman card. I, I like cards like that because um, I like the way I play shaman. I play very, very controlled if I can. So it's like volcano for me. It's like a really fun card to play with because you can just, you know, draft really greedy and then, and then swing the board back and have a lot more cards on the opponent. 
Um, I think the other two that are like pretty decent are like Smoke Bomb and the Polymorph question mark. Because obviously, like just being able to, you know, turn a steed into something else or being able to upgrade your minion, that's like fine. They're they're not as good as the other ones, but I would say you've got like the the sword and crackling doom, then you got smoke bomb and the polymorph question mark, and then not I don't want to group all the others together because I think the warlock one's like really bad. You Actually, know, the druid one's so. pretty good too. Shady, have you seen that one in action? Action yet, but I don't see druids, so <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> yes. So the druid one, I think it's what give a minion plus five, five, yeah. five, five yeah, and return to your hand. So I've seen it on like a Stonehill Defender. I've seen it on um, Ooh, nice. Chain Gang. Mm -hmm. So it's I'm one of those sure. cards where you have to really try to work to make it happen. But it's been when I've seen it go off, it's like oh, well, the sick battle like cards, right? Really like, slow, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the flavor of the polymorph yeah, one, I, though. I, I, like, I, I like being able to choose what you turn something <laughs> into. Unfortunately, you can. The, I mean, are the choices just completely random? Like, could you actually be given three choices that are like Ragnaros and like all these? I mean, if we were playing wild, right? Um, could, yeah. Is it just completely random, or is, is it like something at least less than five? I think so. Oh my gosh. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> that one's that one could potentially blow up in your face. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that to be honest, but um, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun card. I actually don't know how strong that one is, but it's mm -hmm. um definitely a funny card. To, yeah, uh, to the see flavor played. is cool about it. But. Yeah. Okay, well, it doesn't sound like they're. I mean, they sounds like at least a few of them are super powerful, and the way it's weighted, um, warrior warrior needs it, right? So it's kind of good that that warrior would get something like that. Sha how shaman in the rankings for a class? Somewhere in the middle is that? Right, or is it towards I, the bottom? I think right now, like, I haven't played one yet, but from what I've seen, I think they're probably around spot three, maybe three, four. Like, yeah, I think that's... Or maybe even a little higher. I think they're... I played twice, I think, and I like going for Jades definitely seems to work. I've seen a lot of streamers playing it and myself playing it. It's, mm -hmm. You get... You know, I had a guy play four Jade Claws in his first, like, six or seven turns and i was like well i lose <laughs> so <laughs> right. um, it's like a little bit like tinfoil hats but do you think they have like a hidden synergy thing where if you pick jades early you get more jades yeah right? who knows i, I mean i yeah. I, I just oh, i think they, they've just boosted it like you're just there's a lot of jades everywhere <laughs> oh man i see that as well um where where i feel it feels like way easier to get synergy Obviously, normally I would say you're crazy for saying something like this, but if Blizzard would just tell us, then we wouldn't have to sit here and be like, oh, I wonder if I pick Jade's early. This is, I feel like this like, is going to be a, a common theme this episode. <laughs> if Blizzard told us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, I, I, this is really cool to finally see this out, you know, in the game itself, because when they first announced that BlizzCon, you're just like, oh, you know, it's kind of a cool, you know, novelty type of thing that you're doing. You're trying to pull an arena into the whole BlizzCon thing, and people get to vote on it. Cool. And, you know, we've been waiting for it for months now, so to finally see it actually put into play, that's that's really, really awesome from the standpoint of the dev team. Um, it was kind of a joke in channels. It was like, right. yeah, those arena-only cards soon, right? Soon, <laughs> right. Any day now, they're coming. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but, okay, wh why don't we talk about... Um, I guess maybe in terms of, you know, just overall arena, um, what are the things, maybe uh, if you can still frame it that way, but what are the biggest things that you think uh, in terms of the classes, the balance and things like that 
um, that are maybe good right now, and then some things that need need some work. And uh, why don't we start with you, Shady? Like, what what are some of your biggest um, things that you're happy about, and then your biggest concerns? So the the state of arena in general, mm-hmm. I'm I'm always a fan of increasing the amount of spells and weapons and such. And I, I think as well with just boosting the quality of the cards is you're just gonna you're you're helpless less often because like back going back to old school arena where you'd have a lot less weapons and spells. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like like oh my opponent played a zombie chow and a mini bot. I guess I just lose now. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's no way, because you have to come back through minions, right? It was, you were the exception if you had a quality consecrate or if you had, you know, like maybe mage, like with Blizzard Flame Strike, but that was it. So I really like that there's a lot of reactive things in the uh, in the arena right now, because I, I think that does promote the skill aspect, even though that gets hated upon by, I call them like curvestone elitists. You go like, oh, this is not arena, this is constructive. You're not supposed to be able to come back from that. But I don't like that. I don't like that mindset where people go like, "I had a good early game. Yeah. I was supposed to win." I was like, "No, you have to play well throughout the entire game. And you need to dodge." That's that's one of the points why I don't mind psychic scream. Like you just there there are ways to play around. So people don't, and then they complain about the card <laughs> being there. So that's that's something I really enjoy. Is like a lot of reactive things. Like you're never truly dead. Mm-hmm. Like you can come back. So how do you do that in an environment that's you know, supposed to be random. We know that there's there is some weightedness to it, and they tweak it, and uh, we'll talk about more of that more in, in a little bit. But like, how would you propose doing that? Um, is there some kind of way to indicate you want you know that type those type of cards somewhere? Maybe when you very like right when you start the draft, or is this weighted you know type of thing the best? Do you mean to how this? to draft for a reactive deck or? Uh... What was the question? Oh, I mean, you know, like I, I think you're you're uh, a proponent of just more spells and, and more weapons and things like that. Um, do you think the balance right now is good, or do you think that um, you know maybe the way it's implemented right now isn't the correct way to do it? You know, in terms of trying to get more oh. of those type of reactive cards. Well, there is currently a bonus on spells and weapons. Blizzard a while ago, mm-hmm. and like I like Arena more since then. But the way how it's implemented right now is we just see a lot of really, really powerful cards. So I think in, in that regard, that can probably be toned down a little bit. As I mentioned, I think the way how it's offered is it just gets offered in, uh, you know, call it a bucket, right? We have the, the top tier bucket with Tyrions and Terrams and all the other crazy cards. And it feels like that particular bucket gets offered too frequently right now. Mm. If you, like for instance, I pick every silence I see because I know my paladin opponent's gonna have a steed. And if I'm in higher winds, I know he's gonna have two or three steeds. <laughs> the meta, the silence meta. Yeah, yeah. like I yeah. picked an owl, like a snap pick, because I'm like, you're gonna do work, man. It's like, same with warlocks, they're gonna have void lords, you just know. Mm-hmm. So, especially high winds. So, in, the, in that regard, down, like the, just the rock. And I think that's the main complaint of the arena community right now. It's like, it doesn't feel like arena because it's, for game is like you know like before i'd be like wow this guy had two Tyrions, that's crazy whereas now it's like i mean i've had a game before and you know and the people just play a bunch of Tyrions. he's only hit the now it's like he's only got two Tyrions. i mean really it's like i'm used to people that got four Tyrions or something now um that that's kind of crazy dreads what do you, what's your take on this like in just in terms of uh yeah i mean I, I agree i agree with um 
the Chase point about card quality, it's a bit too high. Like I, I do think it, they did it on, well, they obviously did it on purpose. Like it's, it's, this is an accident, you know, but um, it, it does lose a little bit of the fun for me when I, you see these, these really powerful legendaries like every other game. And that's not even an exaggeration. You see them all over the place. And so, you know, like what, like what Shady said, it used to be like, oh, wow, they had that card. Now it's kind of like, oh, another one. Oh, another Aya. Oh, like, oh, I'm losing to this to Lich King again. You know, this is the fourth time today. It's just, it's, I don't know, that's not, that's not very fun, at least to me. Um, so, so I think if they offer more bad packs um, and, you know, maybe a, a few less of these, you, you really see mages with three, three meteors, two flame strikes. It's just, it's a little bit, it's a little bit crazy. And um, I, I think it, if you do also, this is one of my kind of my big complaints. If you draft a bad deck, like I had a Druid deck the other day, and I could just tell as soon as I draft, I'm like, there is no way I can go to battle with this thing against like what I've been seeing out there. And so, you know, I had like a combo with, um, with the, I forget the name of the card, the two, three that gives your taunts plus two, plus two. We call it Bolster Bear. But anyhow, that was Spreading Plague. And that was like how I tried to win. It was like, okay, oh, wow. wait, make this work. If it doesn't work, you just you just kind of lose. And and a, the card quality was just lower than than what I had seen, and it felt really bad because you know everyone else is going to have a really insane deck, and so taking that in, into the arena felt felt pretty bad. So yeah, I mean, I think the drafting changes are are great. They need to be modified a little bit. I think card quality is is way way. Mm-hmm too high i think the classes like you can i I played warrior once and it felt pretty good and i've seen other people playing warrior and you know warrior is normally an arena the like the one that oh yeah just pick anything but warrior because you know you're gonna have a bad time with that class right right um but but it's actually it felt it's felt okay to me um you know again since and shitty's the biggest person to talk about this we've only been playing for a couple of days so it's hard to make too many can you know too many conclusions from it but um like as far as you know, class tier list and things like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've had, I've enjoyed it. It's you know, new and different is is always is always good. But yeah, it, it's a work in progress for sure. Yeah, in we hope of, at least. Yeah, in, in terms of card quality, it seems to be something that a lot of people are talking. Eduardo had this post today that's like on the top of Reddit right now that talks about it too. And um, you know, if look looking at if you actually look at HS replay right now, which I'll bring up in a second, you, you can, I think the biggest culprit that stands out when you're looking at just all the cards, this is like percentage of decks it's in is Lich King, right? Lich King is in 9.5% of decks right now in, in arena decks, you know, not, not, yeah, which is yeah. crazy. And, and we all know how, you know, va- just how much value Lich King gives you in, in an arena uh, environment too. It's insane. So and it's huge um, swing cards from, from yeah. Lich King, right? And it's it, like, depending on what they get, if you get, um, Awesome. Card destroys all minions or whatever. You're just yeah. it's yeah, one of the big swing cards, just like, well, he had Lich King and then he he rolled a good one. He didn't, you know, didn't basically didn't get death grip, and it's like, well, I lose. That's not a real rewarding way to 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 win others. You know, maybe if your deck's crazy enough, you can come back, right? Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it's yeah, it they, they definitely need to tone that down. And and also I think we're kind of I don't know if Shady's also feels this way, but Paladin seems to be the best. Um and a lot of yeah. Well, if yeah, you look at the top of, here, guys, with well, the top is Stonehill Defender, right? And Paladins yeah, benefit a lot from that. <laughs> like I think thirty percent Stonehill's bugged right now. Like, it I'm might sure be. Oh, is it? Yeah, it might what, be. What is it? Yeah, or or they did something intentionally, right? Yeah. Um, but like today, my first seven Stonehills all had legendaries. Like 
Like, like at least one legendary. I think in my run I had been twice for Terran because I was like, mm, Terran's better. So like just just to give you an idea of the quality, and I think I had like three Terrians pulled and like three or four Terrans pulled. I've been offered a lot of Lich Kings from from that little turtle guy. <laughs> from that little turtle guy. <laughs> it's oh been it's been God. pretty it's yeah, pretty bogus. Yeah. And and also yeah. Paladin like immediate applicable advice. Just pick every stone hill you see in Paladin. I'm not sure if it's in other classes as well, but like that's, just pick every stone that you see. That's actually true. So this this stat right here, this this is only in like the number of decks, right? Just that the ones that are actually drafted. Like we're not even counting the, like what it comes from a stone nail. So Lich King is happening right. a ton more than than even nine percent. That's incredible. and because they've 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 clearly increased your chances to get legendaries. Like yeah. they they offer you know they they still offer them up against each other, mm -hmm. but it's it's way more common. Like there have been you know posts of people with seven, eight, eight legendaries. So. And because Paladin has two of the strongest legendaries with Terum and Tyrion, they, they're definitely benefiting from that. And Terum's just one of those cards that it's it's just way too good. Like, <laughs> way it's, too good. It's, like, yeah, it's no so what, hard to, to beat to beat Terum, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, like it so that that card shouldn't be flying around all over the place, at least in my opinion. In my opinion, it's the strongest arena card, Terum. Like people always yeah. ask me, oh, what, what is the strongest legendary? I'm like, it's yeah. Terum, and it's not even close. Gara, it's it's, like just, like, it's arguably the strongest card in standard too, right? It's it's crazy strong. Yeah, yeah. like this is the card you can get blown out by the most. Yeah, right. and like if you don't play around it all the time, you, you just lose when it yeah. comes down. Like, kind of... like, yeah, the decks that play it are like Murak Paladin and Dude Paladin, Mosul and Dude Paladin, and they always have like five or six minions on board. And even if you have like a Void Lord on board, it, they just get insane trades into it. Like, right. yeah, Terrium is sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a, a draft in uh, Wild Arena where I had, uh, it wasn't, like Paladin was the best then, but I, I drafted Paladin with Terrium, and I wouldn't say the rest of the card quality is that insane, but I was like, oh, I have Terrium. So I took, you know, all of the all the tokens I could get, and it was just, it was, I've never had a card carrier run so hard. It was just, oh, here's my spread board, and you're dead. And, oh, you played a big, t and, you, you know, you lost. And it was, it was, and having that be all over the place, you know, in this meta, it's it's not good. It's, it's well, because, not because of how versatile it is, it, it even affects, the, just the threat of it even affects you. You know, like the way you possibly play. I mean, arena might not be quite as impactful, but well, you do. You get paranoid. You see, you yeah. see the, the dudes on the board. And you're like, they gotta die. Oh, right, right. You have to prioritize them like super high. That's true. You miss and like it, 15 phase. Yeah, that's, that's go. true. You're like, I'm that's gonna get Terum. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we were seeing Terum probably at like um, enemy number one, at least in terms of possible nerfs in the future. Hopefully, uh, but any other cards that you see, would see are, are big culprits of of this exact thing. Um, you know, not even necessarily on this list, but maybe in your minds right now. Shady, uh, Spike nope. Rich Steed. You can see a ton. <laughs> Another Paladin card, <laughs> uh, which is right here. Um, yep. Mm -hmm. A bunch of Fireless Portals are also like okay with that if everyone has them, right? But if if just you know like. Mage is good, but it, you're not gonna like first pick it as it was in the Firelands portal meta. Yeah. So then when you play against the mage that has like three or four portals, that's like one of the most annoying things to play against because to you know make a bad portal board. Because like worst case scenario is just gonna throw it into your face. I'm like, hey, I get to play them anyway. Yeah. 
So that's, that's another one of those cards that can be really oppressive if people have too many copies of it. Well, Portal's going to go away soon, right? Like it's it's going to be retired in uh, a month or so here. So that that'll actually be one card that goes away. The Paladin cards are not going anywhere. So the <laughs> Paladin is, seems to be the the overlord of the arena, or at least will be even more so um, uh, come April or whenever the the reset actually happens. Uh, but I think that's an interesting thing too to to think about as the new expansion approaches. So yeah. we, we don't know how they're evaluating cards like when they make these buckets um whether it's you know win rate played win rate or you know we something something internal we have no idea about because they don't tell us but um it's when the new cards come out you know they're gonna they're gonna have to decide what's in the same pack together um so it'll be interesting because or maybe they have enough internal data to determine that i'm not i'm not sure but it'll be interesting to see how good they are at matching up these the new the cards from the new expansion against mm-hmm. you know the, the cards that are already around and so that that's something i'm kind of looking forward to like how good is it going to be you know we'll um, we'll find out yeah because like they won't have the stats yet right it's just right like, it's yeah true. so it's like how do they do it you know? <laughs> unless they have like simulators that go on i don't know you know like maybe they have some sort of testing thing that they can try to get some numbers in the arena um, yeah but it, you know really excited to see you know just obviously the new cards and how they kind of play in and rather, we're going to talk about the Witchwood in just a second, but maybe um, some maybe some last things. So, Wild Arena happened. You know, um, it's about been about a week now, right? Maybe maybe a week and a half. Uh, you know, we got a chance to kind of relive the old arena, and I think it's always great to talk to just the just all the the full time arena players and and really see because I, I mentioned it to Crip whenever we were doing a streamer shutdown not too long ago, and he kind of told me his views on on how he felt, but. How do you guys feel about standard versus wild now? Like, is it? Do you do you feel like um, it should be back as a wild arena again? You know, as as more of the default arena, or do, or do, are you actually feeling like standard was actually a good thing, or at least that change? Uh, dre- oh, sorry, dreads. Okay, um, so I really enjoyed wild arena, and I think it's a couple of reasons. Um, one of the big reasons is just I remember playing with those cards, you know, so it brings back brings back some memories, you know, like, oh, I remember this, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but it's uh, as much fun as I had with it. I also enjoyed that kind of a more tempo oriented style. And it was definitely how how wild arena was for that that event. Um, so I enjoyed it for both of those reasons. Um, and I also kind of on a on a broader scale, I do enjoy the arena events when when they first announced them. I was a bit skeptical because I was like, oh, it's going to kind of make a you know, I take arena fairly seriously, whatever that means. And now it's going to be, you know, a very short meta. How do you even figure out what's good or what's not? But um, yeah, I think the, so they had the dual class event and and the wild arena event so far. And, and I've had a lot of fun with both of them. So um, I, I'm now on team, you know, do more of these events. I, I think it's, I think it's pretty fun. Um, as far as whether it should be wild or standard, I think, as for new players coming in, I think it really has to stay standard because otherwise it's just going to be too many cards um, for someone new that wants to learn arena to, to figure out what's good, what's not. And yeah, you know, they're, they're draft helpers or whatever, but I, I think it, the, the greedy person in me is like, I want to play with all those cards, but I think for the game and for the mode, it, 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 it makes sense to probably keep it standard. Okay. Shady, what about you? Um, I, like standard a lot more. I enjoyed the wild event for sure. And I think um, I'm in the same position as Dreads where in the beginning I was very skeptical, like, you know, don't, don't turn arena into some 
basically don't turn arena into tavern brawl. That's kind of what it felt like when they were announcing this, like, oh, you know, like, oh, new crazy rules. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but as long as the events aren't too frequent, I, I think that the frequency I have right now is cool. Like whenever there's like, maybe the interest in the arena dies down a little bit, they go like, hey, you know, it was the dual class event. That was a great success. I love that one. And wild was also fun. Uh, but I was happy with it turning standard again, just because cards and these i i also just like playing control more than dread so it, it makes sense like wild arena was a lot faster was a lot more okay you have to draft your curve um otherwise you just get blown out so mm -hmm. same same opinion on uh the events are good for the game but i just like standard a lot more the pace of the game okay um in terms of I mean, I wouldn't say drafting strategy, but maybe it is. It falls into the kind of drafting strategy bucket. Um, what are the most powerful ways of drafting right now? You know, like in the past, historically, there, were, you know, there was obviously like a more ag aggressive meta where you just draft, you know, with a super low curve, and you know, I, I, you know, we've definitely seen shifts here and there. And I think right now it, it might even be maybe more balanced than it's ever been. Uh, right now, what, what would you say is is the most powerful? meta um in terms of maybe the the top classes and maybe you can break it up even in classes it might be pretty different uh shady like what, what do you think is the way because it sounds like you play more control so maybe you have a definitely different outlook than than dreads over here well yeah it it's it really depends like right now i i liked playing priests uh as well in in the previous meta but i don't think it's that good right now because priests it felt like probably on quality cards but you could just you couldn't take a priest to the late game. It was just not an option. You were just never going to outcard him. And now that's you you've lost that protection as a priest. You no longer just like win whatever. Um, even though steel cards are pretty good, because obviously the, the card quality of other people is also pretty good. So thought <laughs> yeah. skills and the articles are better. Yeah. Um I, I don't think it's that good. So I think right now it's just the like Dreads mentioned as well, like Paladins have the best legendaries, so that's just really powerful. So I think Paladins is just really oppressive. And then Mage and Shaman. So I, I think like if you want to do well, you focus on those. And then right now it just feels like it's really about that um, card quality where I'm really stressed about my early game. Like I'm not I'm not picking a bunch of ones or twos. I'm just trying to, you know, start my curve on three, have a couple, you know, fours, fives, and then some swing mechanics, right? If you can yeah. get a Consecration, if you can get a True Silver. And then Mage is obviously just made up of swing mechanics. And especially with the frequency it's offered right now, you're also not too worried about your early game, unless you get some burn offered, right? Where a lot of Mages do to get Fireballs, Pyros, you can pick some early game and then assume the mantle of Aggressor, right? You can definitely do that as well. And then for Shaman, it feels like, you know, playing that control style is really solid because you know, you can get those uh, those dooms. I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. I haven't played a shaman yet with with uh, you know the the white card. So the the ultimate overload <laughs> card ever <laughs> made. Uh, Dreads, what's your Everything take? Gone. Yeah, what's your yeah, what's your I mean, take on strategy I, right now? I think you you have to be able to play the greed game right now. It's mm -hmm. definitely um, a lot of your losses are they just have more stuff or better stuff than you. Um, so yeah, I'm, I have a hunter run going right now. It's like three and one, but uh, it and it, it does seem like a pretty good hunter deck. But it seems like you have to like I don't think you can 
do aggro very well right now because too many people have the AOEs, have the weapons to answer. So uh, I think you do have to do from go for more of a, con- a control style. And um, Shaman seems pretty pretty good at doing that. Uh, Priest, it just feels like you don't get enough of the the good tools. Like what we talked about a little bit earlier, you have to either take this premium minion or give up one of your AOEs or something. And so at, at the end of the draft, you just don't have an, enough cards of the high power level to do well. Um, but again, I mean, have to do, have to do a lot more, a lot more testing, but it, it and, and for me, a lot of it is figuring out how greedy I can be because, you know, I'll get a better feeling for how likely I am to get more of one type of card or another after mm-hmm. I play more. But right now I've just been like, okay, let's take, the full greed and see if we get punished. And, <laughs> and I have gotten punished a bit. Like I've, I've, I've died with, you know, a bunch of cards in hand going, okay, maybe we were a little too greedy this time, but that's, you know, that's fun. It's, it's, it's enjoyable to figure out what, where the threshold is and um, you know, how, how exactly you have to draft. So, you know, in two weeks from now, I'd have a better answer for, uh, for that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that's okay. also the, the meta will just shift, right? Where I feel like there's still, like I'm getting a lot of, where I'm like, damn, like it's five zero, and the guy just made a really big mistake. You know, <laughs> yeah, just like, too. super blunder. So I think that that always happens, right? At the start, where something changes, arena, everyone's like, hey, I'm gonna try arena again, and then you go like, no, I remember why I don't play this. <laughs> but like, in those in those like week or week and a half or so, it's it's really hard to figure out how it's gonna go because I feel like the strategy changes a lot as well if the meta becomes less right. Less soft. Uh, do you think we yeah. need to exclude any more cards from Arena? I mean, one of the big topics was just like gameplay, right? Drafting's fine right now. Gameplay, we know we're seeing like two powerful cards, and you know it's kind of help hurting at least the skill cap of the you know the the gameplay aspect of it. So, are we in a state where we need to like remove some more or? Um, I, what's your thoughts on even fixing it? Should we just, I mean, we should probably wait until the reset happens and then see what ha- you know see where it kind of plays out from there. But um, yeah. Yeah, I want to get your initial yeah. thoughts at least. I think for me, um, like before this meta, like I was all for our team get rid of Psychic Scream. Like Shane and I have talked about it a lot, <laughs> but um, <laughs> okay. like I, I really was. I like I, I hate that card, and I feel like, um, it, you know, you can beat it, but you have to draft a certain style, and you know. But anyways, I don't want to go over this Psychic Scream again and again. But when this meta hit, now I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know how bad Scream is if there's so much other broken right. stuff just going all over the place. It's like if, if someone's gonna have Terum. You know, is, is, is Scream okay now? So I think, yeah, I think as you probably want to shelve any talk of like getting rid of cards until we see the, the new expansion, see the power level of those cards and kind of see what the meta is like. Because, um, yeah, r- right now it's, I think they're also kind of doing testing, right? And, and seeing, okay, how, how did our drafting changes work? Do we need to tweak things? So, um, yeah, n- not right now, but uh, maybe in the future. Scream, I'll let you stay for now, Psychic Scream. But we'll see. And like, <laughs> through so uh yeah yeah okay maybe two maybe the last two things to talk about one being you know with the change with uh, the drafting do you guys see the relative distance or um like do you see like skill wise um a change in the relativity of players based on the quality of decks now right because I, I think that uh i mean we could probably discuss whether you think the deck quality has gotten better uh, or at least the the distance between the deck quality between the you know a great player and maybe an average player has gotten wider or not and has does that actually affect the overall arena 
skill difference, right? Like in, in just how that's going to play out. Shady, what's your thoughts? I, I, yeah, I think that's that's going to be almost an inevitable result, right? If you're going to make a lot of draft picks a lot closer, someone with more experience is going to... Because I, I had a couple... Um, good example is I, I did a chat draft on, on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I knew that everyone was going to want this card, but I'm like, no, I mean, they're all really good, but right. this one's like definitely what we need for our deck. And it's a lot of the time it's just picking the thing, you know, like a five mana four six. Sometimes your deck just needs a five mana four six because you need something to play. I get your coins. And a lot too, of yeah. the <laughs> yeah. a lot of the beginners and uh, even like uh, average players, they they go for all the flashy things. Like, oh my deck is so good. And then they don't have minions to play. And then they go like five wins. Like, what happened? I have like five defiles. I was like, yeah, but you couldn't <laughs> play a minion against the mage, so you couldn't pressure them. Right. So I, I do think that that's definitely going to happen. Like the closer the quality difference is, the more you're going to have to say, okay, do I really need this curve pick or can I go for the flashy cards? Right. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. Yeah, I think it's kind of hard to say right now, at least in each game, because there's just, you know, because the power level is so high, it's hard to know if someone drafted well or if they just got offered a ton of the really good packs, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I had one guy, a rogue I played the other day, and he, like, I'm not sure if he made a turn where I didn't see him misplay. And it was close because he had Vile Spine, he had Assassinate. Um, I remember he had one he had Edwin, and he decided to to cold blood his wasp that was in stealth. And then after that, he played the Edwin, and then he played another stealth minion, and it was my mind almost exploded. <laughs> I was like, what you know? And you see that every every once in a while, right? But um yeah, I think it it will definitely, uh, it takes more skill to draft now. And um, once once people kind of figure out the best styles, I, I do think good players will, you know, will do slightly better. But uh, that's that's kind of dependent on them. Well, slightly better I mean, than, what, the power than before? Or you mean just slightly better than, I mean, what, do, what is that? Well, I think, so I think if they had this drafting system, but didn't have so many high power cards all over the place, then I think like good players would do better than they do in like the last meta mm-hmm. okay. because it's just, you make better decisions right. and, you know, um, in the, in the draft. And then the, it, because basically right now it was pretty easy to draft as well or almost as well as like the, the best arena player, let's say, right. Like it's it, the draft helpers are, are good enough that it's pretty close, but now I'm not sure if that will be the case. Um, but yeah, I think it, it, it's, it's hard to, to say until they, they tweak it a little bit more. Okay. All right, last question uh, in pertaining to Arena. Um, you know, now, now that we see, like, wild tournaments happening every so often and obviously standards, just HTT and everything, um, you know, would you... I mean, I, I think the answer to would you guys want to see Arena events is, is a definite <laughs> yes, but what kind of events do you think could be made, you know, in terms of... Um, you know, kind of kind of having the best arena players going against each other. We've seen leaderboards, you know, type of, or uh, maybe there's a, a moss throwing down, you know, some kind of bet, you know, challenge thing that we've seen, you know, arena players really go at it. But are there any ideas that you guys would like to see Blizzard throw out, you know, for a contest or any kind of event for arena players? Um, I mean, it's, it's go ahead, go ahead. Um, so so basically, I I, I don't have the best answer for that you know one thing they could do is give a little more incentive to the leaderboard um because right now it's like yeah you make the leaderboard great (laughs) and you know it can help a stream or whatever but that's that's about it right and um 
So, you know, that's one thing they could do, give, give a little more incentive for that. Um, as far as events, you know, it wouldn't be hard to, to have arena events. As, as far as whether it would determine who the best player is, you know, you can draft a, a, you know, five decks um, and then, you know, make them with your own collection and then play against other players. It Because there's so much, there would be so much variance, it would be hard to, to say, oh, yeah, this is makes this person the best arena player. But, you, but, you know, it could be a fun that? event. I mean, you can't really do that, though, right? Uh, unless they well, you'd have to retire them, right? Like you, you just like draft, and I, like I, I'd have to figure out how, how the best way to do it. Yeah, and I think that's a problem, right? Like it, it's not an easy right question to answer. Um, but I, I do think if they really wanted to, they could. Um, but yeah, you'd have to figure out if you do like a sealed format or like they've had the Red Bull. Like there was the the Red Bull. Yeah, um, they had the events. team arena basically with Hafu. And, right. Yeah, the and, team thing, and that, the, that was uh, fun to watch. Guys. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not perfect, but it was you know it was fun to watch. So you know, if, if they supported something like that, I, th- I think it would be I think it would be fun. But yeah, I don't I don't have the uh, I don't have the perfect answer for what the, the best format would be. Mm-hmm. Shady, any any ideas on your end? Well, I mean, anything is good for me right now because I just means like, hey, you know, we recognize Arena. Um, right, right, okay. What I would like is, you know, in-client support for this, right, where you can just uh, draft a deck and play that against someone else, mm-hmm. right? Then you can organize tournaments where if you want to reduce the variance, and I'm just spitballing here, right, you can have decks and then your opponent gets to, like, veto two of them, like your two most OP decks that you've drafted. So, like... You know, get the variance out of there a bit. Yeah. So you just get the draft five decks there, and then you know you play um, you play a tournament just like now, where your opponent would ban decks. You'd be like, okay, you, however many that would take to not make it too crazy, where because it is still arena and you can get an insanely good deck. But especially yeah. in old arena, like right now, it's a bit crazy in old arena. Fine to you know if you if you eliminate two of them and then have a best time, yeah. you know. If, no, it'd, be, it'd definitely be cool because you guys would have to evaluate these different decks too, you know, and, and how you evaluate them in more of a, you know, what you would consider a, a standard type of competitive format uh, would be pretty interesting because, you know, you guys won't have the same decks for sure. <laughs> like it won't even be close in right. some cases. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be, yeah, the incline for sure, I think would be amazing. And I think that's the biggest challenge for Arena. It's, it's, you just can't easily do that type of event outside so you're kind of stuck with just these contests i I like the contest i think it's always awesome you know like whenever there's like who can win 120 wins you know or whatever the record is you know for 10 10 runs or whatever so it's it's um i've I've definitely enjoyed those in the past and even those being just a bit more regular i think would be good it's always been like a maz like spearheading these things yeah i mean (laughs) and those events bring more exposure to arena yeah totally it is a good thing but it'd be nice if blizzard took initiative on that a little bit sometimes you know yeah i agree all right well gar's been quiet so like we gotta start talking about the expansion here in a second otherwise you know it's there's not too much standard stuff to talk about right now but um i think we hit most of the main things for arena i think so so. unless you guys any last thoughts you guys anything you want to say before we move on past arena i'm good a lot a lot of hope a lot lot of room for improvement Awesome. I think what they showed now is like we can make a really, really cool system. I hope they now like keep tinkering on it and not just be like. Well, I mean, the, the last year, guys. I mean, they they've done a lot. You know, whether it was a miss, you know, like with the synergy picks and things like that, or or, or some, some hits. You know, like when we've seen with with just Wild Arena, maybe this these changes now. 
clearly they're they're changing arena now and i think that's great that's definitely an awesome sign for and and the last sentence of the blue post of the arena changes was that they're really looking forward to the feedback of the arena community (laughs) yeah yeah to further improve the system yeah, we, we, we like that. We, we've we've heard that before. <laughs> it doesn't always work out, but it's good. No, it's good. I mean, I, yeah. I do. I appreciate them, you know, reaching and and also, you know, whether it's the best way or not to do it. Like it, it was it was nice to give some feedback, um, you know, on on the on the Grinning Goats podcast, Lightforge mm-hmm. podcast. To you know, so the fact that they're asking is good. So yeah, I, I'm also pretty hopeful. Let's let's make arena better. Yeah, I mean, Mike. Mike's uh, comment, I think, in Eduardo's post is like number one on that one. So um, leave feedback yeah, there, yeah. guys. They they clearly he's responding. Yeah, yeah, he's at least responding. Okay, well, we're going to talk about the Witchwood here, but before we do, I just want to give a shout out to just all our patrons that support the show. You guys are the the number one way of support. You know, like that that keep us doing the show. So if you want to support the show, go to patreoncom town, Throw a pleasure away would much appreciate it, but we want to spend some time and give a shout out to some of our existing patrons, our legendary producer, Mike T and then, uh, some others, Bob K, Gary D, Bryce L, Chris Chilmaw, Blake T, Eric L, Jackpot777, Feldy Locks, uh, Nick B, Mike S, Richard G, Chris C, and that's not me, and <laughs> Mike H. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Really, really, you know, like we can't do the show without you guys. So, um, you know, it, it, we, or I can't keep, I mean, it's hard for me to express how much appreciation we have for you guys, but, um, you know, it really, really does mean a lot. And if you guys are interested in some of the things that we do with our patrons, we do deck of the weeks every Monday night. So, uh, we always announce like a deck of the week that we all play together and then, uh, have the patrons kind of come on and do a, a real quick, like 30 minute type of uh, show on, on Monday where we just talk about our win rates and just maybe some cool plays for the decks. So uh, check that out. And, uh, hopefully you guys will be uh, a patron of our, our show. Okay, new expansion. Super hype. Been waiting for it. Been seeing all these Twitter things happening, you know, where Ben and, you know, Kosak are getting lost in the woods, or, or at least what, Yongwu has to go and find them, and there's cameras and all these things, right? Uh, and then it culminated with this sick video that happened that um, I think is probably by far their best video. Oh, very turn this volume down. Wow, it's loud. Uh, it's, I think it's the best an- announcement video they've had, like, uh, to date. And um, if you guys missed it, it was very Blair Witch Project style here. <laughs> and uh, what, first off, what do you guys think of it? Gar, did you you saw the video, right? Like, what do you think of it? Yes, of course. I, <laughs> okay. I watched it like one minute after release, and I find it cool how you can like show cards, like how's the cards in a cool <laughs> oh, way? Yeah, like an actual <laughs> physical cards, yeah. cardboard cutouts, yeah, yeah. cardboard cutouts. That seems so difficult if you like sit down and brainstorm like how do we demonstrate like <laughs> just some cards in a in a very cool yeah, way. I mean yeah. this is oh, the projector thing. It's yeah. like CGI, you know? Yeah. 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 Like two yeah. million dollar production. Um yeah, pretty cool. Awesome, yeah. Uh, besides the part that they left out the uh, the best card of the whole video. The, what's the card the, that everyone is looking for, the Shaman Hero card. Oh, the hot, yeah. I, I loved how they did that, just the, the, the kind you of teaser that? for it. <laughs> oh, I liked how they, they teased it, man, because, I mean, they answered a lot of questions after everybody tweeted about it, but we didn't know if there was going to be more. I mean, it was a hero card, and we didn't know if there was going to be more, and, you know, it's, it was a cool way to tease some things. Um, but, yeah, what did you guys think of the video? Was it pretty, like, Dreads, shady? Like, I, I, mean, I, I liked it. I have to admit, I actually have never watched the Blair Witch Project. Like, I know, I know of it, and I know the style and all of that, but so I... That's another thing that we were talking about TV shows earlier. Another thing I got to do, but um, 
I I really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was well done and entertaining. I mean, Ben Brode, you know, he, he's just entertaining to watch, especially when he laughs. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hear to hearing about more cards. I mean, a lot of the cards from arena perspective. Oh, we'll we'll get to the cards. But, yeah, yeah um, we'll get to the cards in a second. It's yeah, just more I, I thought it was I thought it was uh, entertaining and yeah, good job. Yeah, well done, Shady. Yeah, just pretty cool. Like because. The coolest thing is that they don't have to do this at all. So yeah, it's, exactly, it's really right. fun to see that, you know, put in a little bit of extra effort. Uh, it's like with the uh, Ben Broad wraps and stuff. It's just it's just yeah. fun that they take the time and put in the effort to make these things. I mean, this one was by far the highest quality, though. You know, like we, we kind of saw them start with, I would say, Ungoro. You know, when they did the, you know, they had the, that actor and, you know, he was, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> he was like an adventure or he was like trying to... Um, uh, just record or you know, exploring whatever areas, and, and then Frozen Throne they had just more of a, a kind of funny video, right, with Ben and and um, Kozak. Was it Kozak? No, it wasn't Kozak. Who was it? It was uh, it was in Thompson, right? I, I, one one of the other guys that was turn, the, yeah, turning yeah. into um, a, a DK. But this one was just like, I mean, the production level of it was so cool. Like there was a film over it to kind of make it look like a home video, and and like you said with the CGI Gara and and um, just the overall you know, just design of it was very Blair Witch and it, you know, they did a good job of even just like scripting it. So, um, this is like, what's just a sign of what's to come. I mean, I, I'm really excited to even see what the next expansions video is going to be look, is going to look like. Um, but anyways, this, uh, expansion, the Witchwood, I guess is, you know, it's, has obviously a lot of the theme has to do with, I'm guessing witches like Hagatha <laughs> and, uh, you know, some type of, is the Witchwood even in World of Warcraft or this is something that's completely made up? I, I don't think it is something that's from the lore. I remember it. Right? But Gar, do you know? Like, is this a World of Warcraft thing or no? That was the first expansion after I quit the game. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't, maybe I didn't realize that. Maybe there was something, hmm. I mean, okay. it has something to do with organs. Maybe there was like a witch with something. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, pretty, pretty cool. There's, um, uh, obviously a PVE aspect to it, which they called monster hunt. And the, actually, let me just bring up the announcement here. Where is it? Um, so monster hunt has, uh, just basically sounds like dungeon runs. Like there, uh, it's, it's got unique heroes though. So it's, um, you know, there's a, another element to it, at least some variation to it. Uh, but there's going to be eight different types of, um, I forget what they, they called it, scenarios, I think they said, that you have to you know, obviously brave through or, or, or complete. So um, I'm not sure if it's going to be exactly like Dungeon, where it's just like once you finish eight, you get, you know, or you get a completion or you get a prize or something at the end. But it does sound like you're going to be getting abilities throughout the thing. You get to pick your unique heroes right from the start between these tracker and cannoneers and houndmaster and and time tinker so that's gonna be fun dungeons runs were a, a huge hit i don't know if did you guys play dungeon runs at all a little bit i yeah. only honestly i only did one or two i had a lot of fun okay. with, with a different game of slay the spire like and i think this might be a similar style to slay the spire okay um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've heard of that game mm -hmm. so um, if it's like that I'll, I'll definitely give it a go yeah, Shady, did you get a chance to do any dungeon runs or any of the PVEs? Yeah, uh, that's the same thing. Like I, I did, uh, I did like two. Um, like it was really fun. It's just like at the same time, like the patch comes out, you also want to just try to get ahead in arena. So yes. You want to put in <laughs> your time and like practice, yeah. practice. Because your stream will be like, "Hey, man, what are the best classes? How do we draft?" It's like you know, I don't know what playing a bunch of dungeon runs. Obviously, I'm not getting those. so try hard. Man. Yeah, that's so <laughs> really cool. Yeah, yeah no, it is. Cool. 
no, it's it's yeah. So this should be a lot of fun too. Um, and let's see, what else was there in terms of uh, announcements? Kind of around it. Oh, there's a you're gonna get. Uh, the pre-order, right? You get 50 packs, just kind of like the normal one, but you get 20 bonus packs this time. Uh, or you could reward it and say it's just a 70-pack pre-order for the price <laughs> of what the normal packs are. But that's cool. We're actually getting more for what we, we pay for normally for a pre-order. And um, I think when once um, the expansion's out, you get three packs and a class legendary when you log in. So everybody's going to be getting a, a free legendary. I got super unlucky last time, dude. I got like the shaman weapon. Oh man, I got totally bummed. I don't know what you guys got. I think I got the twig. I can't remember. Twi- okay, it, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't too excited about whatever I got, but I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Also, apparently the Amazon store is bugged that you get the pre-order package twice. So if you're a whale and you plan on spending quite a bit of money anyway, so it's the most efficient to buy the we, we we're gonna get banned twice. for sharing exploits here dude like <laughs> i guess it's amazon I was, I was, so we don't i wasn't gonna say anything we get banned on twitch for for advertising i mean amazon. you buy it it's yeah <laughs> yeah yeah buy it efficiently <laughs> twice i don't know that's true that's true I think they're still gonna make money i guess <laughs> um but of course with the announcement there's obviously um cards that are announced and they announced uh, like seven cards here which we're going to take a look at, and it's kind of good to have you guys on here, you know, just to talk about the arena impacts on the cards. But why don't we start with what's a good one to start with? I'm just kind of going to go to go to an order here that I have them listed here. So I have got. That's a good order. Okay, here we go. We've got pump. Oh, no, actually, okay, we're going on the order of the notes. Sorry. <laughs> okay, no, notes. Here we go. Gen Gray Main. Here we go. Here we go. So Gen Gray Main uh, is a com- common card. That uh, our neutral card that has a, that's a legendary. Sorry, it's a six mana six five start of the game, which is a you know bold keywords. If your deck has only even cost minions, your starting hero power costs one. And there's the counterpart to that, which is I believe it's Baku, right? Um, let me bring up Baku. Yeah, so Baku is another legendary that um, is a beast. It's a nine mana. Baka the Moon Eater, uh, and it's the start of the game. If your deck has only odd cost cards, upgrade your hero power. All right, so upgrade your hero power, by the way, means like just a card, upgrade your hero power. Uh, that was confirmed by the team, too. So imagine what those are, uh, but you get it right from the start of the game. So it's, it's a lot different, right, if you have this card in your uh, deck itself. So this is clearly a deck building thing. We've you know seen this a little bit, obviously, with Kaliseth and the Princes, but this is another level. This is maybe more like um Hemet type of style you know uh but what do you guys think like is it possible let's just say like arena we'll start with arena is it possible to like be able to take this chance right from the get-go <laughs> let's say you get this card right off the bat and you're like no but i'll probably try at some point <laughs> okay. i mean i play a lot of arena okay. so i'm sure there's some time where i'll be off and i'm like you know what let's see how bad it's gonna be but uh yeah. i think in practice it's gonna be pretty impossible to make it's just too much of a restriction, but uh, yeah, you know, we'll try. I mean, it was already pretty hard to make Kaliseth work, but yeah. that's that's just no twos, right? But yeah. that's that's still pretty hard because sometimes the game just goes like, "Well, here's two drop, two drop, two drop. Have fun picking," and you're like, "No, it's all over." <laughs> that's right. That's so right. the same thing will happen here, where even if even if you're committed, right? Sometimes the game will just be odd, 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 and you're like, "Well." 
I guess my guy's not going to be. <laughs> that, that might be the arena contest in itself. Who could actually win 12 wins with a legit Baku or Gen deck? The way where you have you know that distribution. Um, Gara, any thoughts, any like initial thinking of some type of standard deck that we could exploit this with? Yes, absolutely. The first thing that comes to my mind is I love how wrong people are. Uh, the first reaction from the general public is all these cards are trash. <laughs> And That's I, I think the complete well. yes. Yeah. Like oh the, no, no, like you're, the, you're right about it. But I don't think the cat cards are trash. It's like so. they're like oh anti hype. All these cards are so bad and and whatnot. Like they're all unplayable. Yeah. This is like the general opinion, I would say. Uh, but these cards are actually pretty great. You can't say how good they will be because they're very similar to Reno. You couldn't predict how good Reno will be before you actually build a deck with thirty one offs. It's mm-hmm. but like and we haven't barely seen any cards of the new expansion right so yeah. uh, if you can make them work they are insane and the second thing that comes to mind the stats of these cards are not complete garbage they're yeah. like decent they, they're not like super understated for example if you play a nine mana seven eight that's like a big dude right mm-hmm. and okay the first um actual decks that come to mind that would be insane if they work is for example playing the gray man in dude paladin if you have like two dudes is it this one? No, it's the other one. It's the Baku. Baku can be like a the new patches in a, like aggro decks or token based decks. For example, in Dude Paladin, if you it's a, basically for the people that don't know, it's the Justica Hero Power, yeah. like the upgraded version. Uh, so you get two dudes for Dude Paladin to get two dudes is absolutely insane. That like is it's crazy. People don't realize how insane that is. Like, if you can make it work. So it's basically like a patches. You always mulligan away. You don't want to have it. You don't want to draw it. You know, yeah. if you happen to draw it in super late game, you have a 7, 8, or like whatever. You just play it. But it's it's crazy powerful if you make it work. And the, the second thing that comes to mind with the Gray Man is in Warlock. Actually, you can, I think, play Twilight Drake and Mountain Giant in Curve. Because uh, you start life tapping on yeah. turn 1. It's it's and they're like even cards, right? Mountain Giant and Twilight Drake. So obviously, like without seeing the deck, you know, because we will get a lot of new cards. We have to replace a lot of the um, uneven uh, or even nah, yeah uneven yeah, you, cards. Yeah, so even it, yeah uneven cards. I'm saying if you can make these cards work, they're really powerful. I mean, what if we looked at Control Lock with the odd cards? You know, <laughs> so we're talking Void Lords and I mean, even Cube Lock, right? It has has the the doom guard and the cube itself is five too right so um and you could still yeah, have a dark the, pack you know, and yeah i guess Gul'dan would probably still be the most important card yeah that's like you would yeah card. you'd be missing Gul'dan. that's a good point but and like with Greyman, you can play twilight Drake, mountain zones and you know Gul'dan. so it's like a lot of the key cards that you can play for sure yeah can you imagine drawing god like but the the hero power for warlock's insane too um yeah, both of them are. I, I think with Warlock could be just like crazy if if there's a a deck that you can figure out that could work. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I'm excited about it. I, mean, that's, I, I know that's there's honestly when it comes down to it, right? Yeah, like in in theory, b- before you see all the new cards of the expansion, like it was very similar to um, the um, the Challenger, Mysterious Challenger. Like if you get it to work, it will be insane. And I think it's it was the same with Reno. Like you couldn't know beforehand if if a deck like this would exist but if you can make it work it will be insane so this is very similar to these cards i think Mm -hmm. 
because yeah. it's so strong to have it like upgraded from the start, right? You don't have to play the card. It's a huge difference compared to the Justica, where you have to draw and then play. And Justica was extremely understudied, and yeah. you still play Justica in some decks. Yeah, so could you guys see like what what hero power do you guys see like if it had Justica right from the start in Arena? You think it would just be broken level? Like Paladin, right? I think Paladin is crazy, right? Like, it's like awesome. Um, Mage would probably be pretty good too. Mage? Okay. But yeah, if I play with that card so like, <laughs> a few times. I'm trying to remember what each of them are. Um, right. Shaman, you get a picture here. You pick your totem. Oh, that, that could, it's, I have to remember how all of them work, but I think it's probably kind of a mood point because it's going to be so hard to make work. Can we bring back Armor Warrior again? Just like seventy armor warriors back back in the old days, I wonder. I wonder if we can get that, but we would be missing shield blocks and things like that, though. So that might be tough. Maybe, but it's it's so crazy that you have it from the start. You know, it gives you a lot of survivability. Like you have tank up from turn two. You tank up for turn just two. Think about throw in like a a um, beardo or something where you can just like you can do it like multiple times and oh my god it, it rotates yeah, oh yeah beardo rotates right yeah so it, it's it, there's potential there's a lot of different potential so I'm I mean of course we don't I know mean, for sure until we see it there's gotta be something there's gotta be one deck that comes from this that's going to be trying crazy. out these cards is the most fun though it's very similar to Reno because people will try to make these cards work and yeah. that's like Yes. What is missing in standard that Blizzard is pre-building a lot of the new archetypes, and this is what people really hate. So cards like these are is what we really want in standard. Mm-hmm. It's card building exercise too, man. If net decking just wasn't a thing, man, this would be like a lot, lot cooler. Um, all right, so next two cards we got militias. The theme is militia here, and um, the theme actually brings in a couple new keywords too so the first one we have here is a a neutral card it's a rare card three mana two four phantom militia so i guess the ghost version uh and the new keyword is echo uh and then it also has taunt so what echo means guys is that you can actually play this card as many times as you can as you want as long as you have mana on on that turn so once you play it, you have the ability to play it multiple times. And what that means is like for every three mana that you use, it, it will play a 2-4 taunt. Kind of like we saw with Unstable Evolution, you know, like, like to date. It's basically very, very similar to that. Um, so yeah, let's talk about this card. Uh, in terms of Arena, I think, I think this card might be one of the, the few cards that, is, that potentially is viable in Arena. Is, does this look like a, a good card to you, Shady? I mean... It, it helps to compare cards, right, to put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. So 3 minute 2 4 is Squirming Tentacle, and that card is playable. Like, that's yeah. not an insane card by any means, but with Unstable Evolution, as you say, just being able to replay a card, Unstable Evolution is, like, insanely good in Arena. Just because it's so flexible. Sometimes when you have a Creeper, right, you're like, okay, I get to use it for 3 mana, and I get get my 8 drop and evolve something else. Mm-hmm. With this, you know, hey, I get to play it on curve, or hey, you know, turn nine, I top deck this thing, and suddenly it's like, it's Wide, your, you right? know, two fours with top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, definitely gonna be decent. It, it makes it a lot less bad to top deck, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's stats two fours. It also depends on how many, you know, four threes are gonna be in the new expansion, because you have to drop a two four on turn three. 
in the new expansion and it turns out to be tempo based and and you know we, we're, we're kind of just guessing here but it, <laughs> right. it, it seems like it should it's not going to be bad right like I, I think and depending on um what other echo cards there are i think though i rate them pretty highly in arena overall just because they're like she said pretty flexible I'm a little worried about what the future Echo cards are going to be because, you know, we've seen Evolution. Now we've seen a Minion. We're not going to see, like, a Burn card, are we? Like, please. Yeah, it could get pretty bonkers. I mean, this one yeah. seems... I would say this one's fair, at least from a Rita perspective. Like, it's... You're not going to be like, oh, no, we played, you know, Phantom Militia and got three two fours on turn nine. How can I ever come back, you know? But it... Yeah. it um, You know, it's, it'll be good, I think. Okay, yeah. Gar, what do you think, man? Standard. Um, the most important thing about this card is if the mana reduction on it translates yeah. into the copies. Because I've seen people talking about it. Nobody can know yet. I think Blizzard has rep- responded to the question. Um, the stuff you could do is you can farsight into this guy and then basically play a full Oh, oh yeah, that's like free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or you play oh Emperor in Wild, just reduce it, and whenever you... N- need it you just play a full board of taunts like whenever you need it it's crazy like if you reduce the mana cost of it so there's no to know. there's no prereq like spreading plague either you can just fill up yeah you just crazy oh, like man. you can do whatever you want and then just play a full board of taunts it's like unleash the two four taunts it's, it's for zero mana well, whatever it's, yeah. it's crazy powerful yeah it's like echo seems like an exact copy right but like for example, if this one it gets buffed by like Don Hanjo, does the copy also get the stats? All I these stats. I would. I would think it does. Like because it's an. But then echo, the mana right? cost it's, would also be the same, right? Right. I mean, I would think. Uh, at least that, my impression would be whatever the card itself is, it should be echoed that way, right? So if it's it is mana reduced like that, then it, it would do the same thing. It would be free. That's what I'm trying to say. Like you could fill the board. Yeah, because I know it's different if you if you have like unstable evolution and you discover it off of glyph, mm-hmm. then the first one's zero, but then after that it's still oh, plus one because okay. it recreates uh, itself. Yeah, it comes oh. back. Oh, that's, okay. That's oh, that's okay. But I don't know. If, I don't know if it'll be the same way for this mechanic, but yeah. just yeah. something. But with Serenade Chain Gang, you get the, the stats from like Kelsa, for instance. But it won't work. But of course, yeah. Well, so. Serenade Chain Gang is a little different, right? Because it. The, the text is an exact is, copy, yeah. An exact copy of this. This yeah. it really just depends on what the mechanic is for for it. Um, it says it's a new copy, only if something pro works. Okay, I mean, but it's a I new think copy. in the video, okay. Ben Broad said an exact copy. I think it, uh, <laughs> he said it like that in the video. Maybe he meant it like that, you know, an exact copy of the card. Yeah, it really just depends. That would be that, that is a game changer. You can do so many crazy things with it then. If it's not just like you know, I, I, I hope it's not. <laughs> I hope it's not like you can farsight. I mean, you know, like I, I would say, um, uh, shaman needs some cards, but I don't know if it needs like a broken <laughs> card like that or at least a broken <laughs> combo like that. Uh, so hopefully, it's not quite that abusive because I, I do like you know what the the you know most common type of. Um, uh, scenario is with it, you know, which is like it's supposed to, you know, be a two four taunt, you know, and it played multiple times. I do like how how that's uh, designed. Uh, but the next militia card we have here is a warrior card. It's a four mana two five rare card, militia commander, and it's a new keyword rush battle cry gain plus three attack this turn. So she's really a five five, you know, when she's played, 
And then what rush is, guys, is it's basically charge, but you can't hit face. So, um, and, you know, it's obviously made to like, kind of fight board. This is another kind of arena feeling. I mean, th this this card should be pretty decent in arena too, right? Because it's a 5-5 five, five, four mana card. Uh, unless I'm wrong, Shady. <laughs> is, that, is that right? It, from Obviously, you'll need to see what the meta looks like. But from from how we know arena right now, this looks really, really good. Right? It's like it's, Hog it's Rider almost, right? Yeah, it's like Spike Hog. But like because you see it going into Ascension, right? When you imagine it, it's like, oh, bonk, Ascension off the board. You keep, uh, keep it to two. It's really okay. good because mm -hmm. at, at the very worst, right? It's like, um, well, not at the very worst because Storm and Knight can go face, but you'll pick a Storm and Knight. It's not a card where you go like, oh, this card is so bad, I can never pick it. Mm -hmm. So in in the vast majority of cases, this thing will actually get to hit something, and then being able to play a form and a five five charge, like for for arena purposes, most of the time, that early in the game, you're not going face anyway. So it's a two it's, for one, yeah. right? Like almost a guaranteed two for one. Yeah. Dreads? Yep. What do you think? Yeah, I think it'll I think it'll be really strong. I mean, again, it depends, but like uh, the hog rider is is a premium card in arena. And so this isn't this is you don't have to have a taunt to make it work, but you get to play it one turn earlier. And <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah, I think it's gonna be really strong and it'll be interesting to see the other the other um cards that they they make around this like if we'll get an even cheaper cost one it could be pretty be pretty nuts but yeah this the the rush mechanics seems like it'd be really good in arena yeah uh the last two cards that we have here are um let's see as Az as azalina soul thief and pumpkin peasant which is uh where's that azalina there it is okay here we go Okay, so Azalina is a um, a neutral card, and it's a seven mana three three legendary. Battlecry, replace your hand with a copy of your opponent's hand. So yeah, another another fun type of uh, you know King Toggle <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, but this one seems a little, you know if it is playable, these type of things. This one seems maybe it's a tiny bit more playable. Um, but what do, what do you guys think of this? Uh, I mean, arena, I could, I'd be shocked if somebody would ever play. Yeah. It. It's un un unpickable. I think yeah, pretty much yeah. unless you really want a meme, but standard, can we figure out, you know, some type of way to play, you know, and kill your opponent kind of like we saw, uh, you know, the King and, and it being more like a mill situation, right? Some people finally figured out a way to actually win that way. How about this one, Gara? Can you see any inventive way to the, do this? The Azalina, Looks to me like a neutral divine favor. Like you would play this in super hyper aggressive decks and then you just take the opponent's deck. Oh, uh, yeah, and, that's true. Wow. But, and we see divine favor being played a lot in the last four years. It's like completely busted card if it works. Like, or you would play it in curve, right? You just dump your hand and then your opponent has like a full hand and you just take his hand and then play his hand. Seems like super broken to me. It's not like that you. It's so much better than Divine Favor because you draw good late game cards. So you curve out mm. into late game instead of drawing your bad cards. With Divine Favor, you just draw like a bunch of one drops, which are not that impactful in late game. Let's say you play against the Handlock or like Control Lock, whatever. Then you take his off, his Void Lords or something in late game after like pressuring him early. Seems insanely broken. And it's a neutral card, so you can play it in Hunter, whatever, Warlock, Zoo. Seems pretty powerful to me. I guess the question is, like, can you make up for the fact that you play a 7-mana 3-3? Three, three? Yeah. 
right? I mean, it's yeah, like divine favor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super it's bad. Yeah. It's, Next, like, what else are you gonna do, right? Most of the time, like you're you're floating a bunch of mana anyway, so I don't want to ride it off for arena that fast. Um, like you gotta think, right? Like, what if we're in a meta where priest is really good? Mm. Playing against this thing, right? Where you know they're sitting on MC and an amber, and suddenly you're like, Yoink. no, I have an MC and an amber. <laughs> yeah, you top deck this, oh and it's my like, god, no, it's a totally different game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That sounds broken. Plus, you get all the information, other. right? Yeah. You know what yeah. to play around. So and then they know what to play around, so it becomes yeah, it's yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, this sounds like a sleeper card for sure. Maybe not even it won't even be a sleeper. Aggressive card. decks for sure. Yeah, yeah. Seven mana thing that's remotely controlled. Yeah, I mean, you'd still have to wait a turn before you you know get all that card value. I mean, kind kind of like divine favor, but divine favor at least there's more flexibility with how cheap it is. This one you'd have to wait for seven, and then you'd still have to basically wait until turn eight to to get a chance to really do something so your opponent would potentially get tempo back there but that's exciting man I, i'm i'm curious this is definitely not just a meme card which is uh, pretty exciting to uh, at least the prospects of it all right last one pumpkin peasant is a three mana two four lifesteal each turn this is in your hand swap its attack and health yeah uh <laughs> I don't know. This is, I feel like for for me, this is like the least exciting card out of all the ones that they announced. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool because you know, like sometimes having a four two, like as for arena, let's say you, you know, you, sometimes you'd want a four two late in the game, right? Over a two four, um, but you don't get a pick, you know. So it's like if you want it on this turn and it's a two four, and you're like, well, I guess I'm stuck with it, right? So yeah, I mean, there's the the priest card. It's a three three. Uh, with lifesteal and it's like it's okay so i mean it's an okay card for uh, for arena but it's not yeah it doesn't really blow you away either right you look at you're like oh okay cool it's like uh we've seen these cards where you flop but then they threw lifesteal on it so it's like does lifesteal make a big difference in 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 some ways uh gara anything anything you see here that might be no the face part about this card is that they had the craziest special effects when announcing this card. It's <laughs> like, and this is what you It's a completely different card. It's amazing. It's lifesteal and it It's like, but wait, this card's not good. But <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this over crazy effect. Yeah, totally. Like, um, okay, well, I mean, those are the cards that, you know, um, that were actually shown or announced, but we also saw Hagatha, and people are wondering, what, what are you talking about with Hagatha? Uh, and Hagatha is uh, how they ended the video here. So if you actually look at, at this, this is all we see of her. So what we can tell from that is it's an eight mana, looks like a hero portrait, like a hero card, kind of like the, uh, the Death Knights, and it's a shaman card. Uh, so Ben did confirm that this is the only new hero card. So finally have the concept that they'll, they're willing to come out with new hero cards that you know doesn't need to be evenly distributed amongst all the classes like we saw with uh, uh, the Frozen Throne. So they felt that, I guess, Thrall wasn't good enough, so they needed another hero here. So I'm really curious to see what Hagatha is. Like, what do you think What do you think she's going to do? She's got to be something magical, right? Given that she's like a, a witch of, of some sort. But any guesses at what she, you think she does? All right, you can... I mean, you can look... We have the mana cost as the only information, and that it's a shaman card. And every eight 
plus mana, the hero card is super powerful. Maybe not like the Garrosh one, as powerful as the other ones, but it is definitely crazy. It has to be crazy. Might be like win condition kind of crazy. So I'm really looking forward to playing a lot of Shaman. Yeah, maybe, I mean, you would think it would be something with a transform kind of theme, right? Based on, on Shaman, like with the evolve, devolve, maybe like a could be free. It has you to be. You never know. Discover it or something, you know, like <laughs> evolve and then pick one of three to to see which one you want or something. Um, oh yeah, yeah something that spawns on the board. Like you spawn like, I don't know. Yeah, it, could it be. has to be super powerful. Yeah, who knows? But I don't think it will be just another like iteration on it on what thralls is. It, it, I think it's going to be completely different. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it spawns uh, like water elementals or something. <laughs> Some so original. Like so original. <laughs> yeah, so original. Yeah, so excited about that. Yeah, I, I hope it is some kind of win condition. I, I mean, I hope it's not like an immediate win condition, but I hope it is something that, you know, no. maybe plays out. Maybe it's value-based, you know, something like that. You made that. it to turn eight. The game is now over. <laughs> you won. <laughs> it's like, four horsemen, you're dead. No. <laughs> but uh, exciting. Anyway, so that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be good to see if, I'll be curious to see if they add maybe a quest too, and you know maybe some maybe a card that's uh, some kind of theme that was from some of the previous ones too. Uh, but uh, excited to see it, and I wonder if they will just have a class wide you know card like we had weapons last time, heroic weapons, right? And we had heroic DKs and and quests. I wonder if there's going to be something like that this time around. Um, but but one thing that's changed for sure is that. First time in two years, guys, that we have a an expansion title that's not six syllables. Didn't know. I don't know if you guys realized that or not. Yeah, <laughs> I would have no idea. <laughs> somebody that, posted. The more you know, I would the never more you have know. known that either until somebody posted that. Like I was like, oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> Times <laughs> are changing. Exactly. <laughs> totally crazy. All right. Well, um, it, uh, the new cards are going to be slowly revealed. I think you know all the different community channels and whatnot starting on the twenty sixth, I believe. So, um, you know, if all goes accordingly, you know, historically speaking, then, I mean, we revealed cards for like a month last time, didn't we? It was like four straight weeks of reveals, right? Like in Kobolds and Catacombs, I believe. Was it four weeks? I mean, it's going to be at least two weeks. So at least mid-April and possibly late April is is probably what we're looking at. Um, So it doesn't match last year, which was the first week of April, so it'll be different from that standpoint. Anyways, exciting times. This is always the most, uh, the, the greatest times, obviously, in, in the, the Hearthstone space is when the new expansions come out, so looking forward to that. All right, well, we don't have too much time. We've definitely spent a lot of time on those two things, so why don't we just kind of hop over to Q&A, and um, Thunderbolt has a question, which was, which uh, he kind of was talking about, you know, just with the the retirement or the reset happening soon. Which cards from Old Gods, Karazhan, and Mean Streets will you miss the most? And then which ones will you not miss the most? Uh, and this will be really inter- this will be really interesting, at least from an arena standpoint too. Like, um, yeah, which cards are you uh, going to miss the most? Yeah, when when they take it away. God, I'm terrible at remembering like what card comes from yeah. which of these. It just has like <laughs> no relevance in arena. Oh, man. But um, okay. uh, I think so. Firelands that that's one of these, right? Yeah, Fireland board is gone. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm okay with that going. It, it it you know kind of a fun card, but it's it's very powerful and um, yeah, I, I've played against it and with it enough. To, it's okay for that one to go. Um, Potion of Madness is gone too, right? Yep. 
Yeah, so that's, that one is another really good one to see go. Even though I like playing Priest, it's just that card for Arena was just too... Like it, it changed the way you had to play against the class too much, and uh, it yeah I, I'm I'm okay with that one going. What one? Let me think of one I'm gonna really miss. What about um like uh the five three discover? Oh yeah, can't remember the Lotus Agents. Yeah, yeah. That, is that gone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the try one. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll miss. I, I like that card. I, I think that card it, it it was understated, but it wasn't you know unplayable as far as like it it still had an effect on. The board five attack, but um, you know, discover. I, I I kind of enjoy discover, so I'll uh, I'll miss that one going. Yeah, agree. Shady, how about you? Uh, same like uh, Lotus Agents, Cabal Courier. All those discover cards mm-hmm. are really fun. Um, I think just just a solid minion, the Ruby and Prophet. I think that one's going. That one was uh, oh wow. Play with. Okay, yeah, the freebie. Right. Just like because um, I I like Shaman, right? And then obviously that was a really cool combo with uh, evolutions. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, like a, yeah, if you got like profit on three, master evolution on four, it was just like oh, wow, have a yeah, seven be, drop. Right? Yeah, so that was amazing. really fun. It's a very good arena card that the Norwegian yeah. profit. Mm-hmm. I think Bach Creeper is gonna go. So that's that's just something where oh, yeah, six eight Bach Creeper. Oh. It's going to be in your... That, that's currently where you're like, okay, so how do I not have lethal here? Okay, he plays Bog. Okay, I'm going to do this. So, <laughs> like, now that's yeah. no longer... You're no longer going to play around, like, 8 health taunt, um, per se, depending on, you know, what they come out with. So, for me, it's more like just these, like, bread and butter cards where you're used to seeing them, and now it's just going to take a while for your brain to adapt and uh, yeah. to no longer play around those things. Boy. Those cards are a lot different than standard. <laughs> what I think uh, Gar is it's about to say. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Gar, what, what are the cards that you're going to miss and not miss whenever it resets? Yeah, um, m- m- the cards that mostly come to my mind is the cards that I won't miss, guaranteed. <laughs> it's like, Why not? And I, I, I like the, the spreadsheet yeah. that someone did about all the important cards that are rotating out and they left oh, out yeah. Jade Idol. <laughs> like, yeah. Jade Idol was like the most frustrating card yeah. in the past two years, I would say. It changed standard so much, and and it killed. I'm, I'm still standing by that statement. It killed like ninety percent of a control decks that could have existed if Jade Idol would have been a bit different. It's crazy that one card, and like they even printed the Skulking guys just for Jade Idol, which is stupid uh, for um, Wild. I think a lot of cards, the way how they make cards, has to change also for Wild, in my opinion. Uh, cards that I would miss are like yeah ice block which is not of the free part of the free sets <laughs> yeah that's the whole thing and I I liked actually um, Jade Claws like I didn't like Jade Druid but I kind of enjoyed Jade Shaman a lot uh, it felt more balanced because you can you know out resource Shaman and Shaman is overall just so weak yeah that Jade Shaman was fun making it work so that being gone is a bit sad. Um, which is like also fun. Yeah. I'd... Beardo, maybe, you know, because that archetype. Because it really? was. Yeah, Beardo. Okay. OTK Paladin. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not broken. Yeah. Because you can't OTK guaranteed. You need to make a play happen that you get additional yeah. coins, as you can't OTK. It's very difficult. Uh, I really like that. It's compared to the other combo decks. Combo decks in general are like very cool. And if they're not busted, you know, yeah. and OTK Paladin is definitely not OP. <laughs> right. Definitely. Not. I'm going to miss Barnes, guys. 
No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just, no. kidding. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna definitely miss. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna miss Nazoth for sure. Like I think Nazoth's always been a, a really cool card to have. Um, Dirty Rat, even though I haven't really been playing Dirty Rat that much, I, I do like like the fact that it's always been there for for us. You know, from as a deck builder. So I think the fact that that's going away um, will kind of It's start. an exciting card, too, for better or worse, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, is he going to hit the Raza? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. It's not, I feel like that card, or that kind of card, should just be permanent. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Historian, I think I'll miss that card, just because it's just how much value and and just how much Dragon Priest I've played over time. Just that's more I, of a I personal think, thing. On, and, I think it's very important that Nizov and Nisharaj leave the game. I think it will really change how standard will feel because mm-hmm. those are like the main win conditions for the past two years like no matter which expansion we had well y- Yasharaj I mean Yasharaj was yeah. more of a meme until like recently with Spellhunter you no know, he was like big druid I mean big and, big druid big, too but it, it wasn't like crazy meme. strong you know like defining meta type of thing um and then Medivh's LA too I like I think Medivh's LA has just been really really good for mage and establishing that type of aggressive early play from mage and at least in standard so um priest of the feast being gone priest of the feast hasn't been played that much lately but it's, it's historically been been a nice card to have for priest because there was there was a time where priest was not the best healer and it was just like what is going on dude like that is not right you know in terms of how the game's designed and it wasn't until we got priest of the feast that it seemed to balance out with paladin and then you know i think we're going to go back to a, a time where it's just like okay healing for priest is is challenging, you know what I mean? And and we, I guess we have greater healing now, so maybe that makes up for it. Um, but yeah, so this is a kind of cool graphic. This graphic, I think, was made by Stan. So shout out to Stan Sifka for for this uh, kind of summary here. Pretty nice. Um, but I think that's all we got for today, guys. Topic wise, you know, if you guys have any questions, like in the future, uh, go ahead and email those to valuetown at chmb.tv, and we'll definitely um, you know try to read those out. And that goes for any Mechatork Workshop stuff, too, any custom cards. Um, but, yeah, we're going to wrap up, guys. This has been a great episode. Dreads, Shady, thanks for coming on, man. It's been a, a lot of fun. Hope you guys had a good time, too. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a lot to talk about. We did a good job, I think. Yeah, we'll <laughs> try to keep it concise, you know, like, yeah, don't want to yeah, for three hours. <laughs> we could have talked for four hours. About, yeah, about definitely. All. So it was good. Yeah, awesome. Uh, you want to do some shout-outs, Dreads? Start us off. Um, yeah, so I, I stream at, at twitch.tv slash dreads, and my Twitter is at dreadsgaming, and um, yeah, no, no YouTube yet, but maybe, maybe soon, maybe soon, so. Okay, awesome. Uh, Shady, how about you? Uh, yep, same, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash shadybunny, Twitter is f2k underscore shadybunny, and then YouTube is Shady Bunny Life, which is ironic because it's not life, but Shady Bunny is Shady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get, get, these, uh, get these streams in here. Dreads, what's your Twitch again? It's uh, Twitch. Um, it's just uh, Dreads. D, yeah, okay. Dreads. Yeah, uh, yep, okay. Just right there, yep. Yeah. Gara, how about you, man? Shout out. Yeah, shout outs to all the viewers as always. And yeah, the people that also listen to the show on... Uh, where can they listen to the show? iTunes and <laughs> Google, Google and Android. And I think we're on Spotify now too. So you can listen and to Spotify it. Spotify now as well. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And yeah, Twitter, follow me on Twitter at Tempogara. And yeah, that's it. Always fun to be on the show. Yeah. A lot of cool topics. 
Thanks for rushing back, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Instead of us moving the time. Uh, and I'll round things out. Thank the three of you guys for doing the show today. Everybody for tuning in, watching us. Uh, like Gar said, you can check us out on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review if you like it because it helps out in terms of people finding the, the podcast. And uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, too. That's one thing I forgot. SoundCloud.com slash If you just want to listen to us on your PC or, or you got SoundCloud app or whatever. You can find the VODs on YouTube.com slash and a uh, big shout out to hsreplay.net, of course, for, you know, obviously, um, you know, helping us be able to do the show, too. And um, let's see. I think that's going to be it, guys, for this week. So for Dreads, Shady Bunny, Gara, and myself, Cham MV, we'll see you next week. See you, guys. Mm-hmm. All right.